Man, that's loud. Top of the morning to you. This is Morning Coffee with Taltoa. My name is Mike. It's Tuesday morning, April the 11th, 2023. Holy crud, we're already a third of the way through April. Can you believe that? It, it really messes me up when the first of a month is on like a Friday or a Saturday. Because when you get back to that Monday, it's going to be like, what, the third or fourth of the month? So you're already blasting your way through that month. But anyway, how you doing this morning? We are, well, I'm Mike, as you probably already know. We get together every morning about this time, 6 a.m. for morning coffee with Tautua. I am the lead consultant with Tautua. If you want to check us out, do so, Tautua.com, T-A-L-T-O-A.com. We are a training and consulting firm. If you are thinking about becoming a freight broker, maybe you are a freight broker. Maybe you want to uh, get some more training. Maybe you need consulting, whatever it might be. Maybe you want to be an agent. You want to start out as an agent. Uh, We've got packages available to you. They are consulting and training packages. Now, our consulting and training packages, they include in-depth training for working day-to-day as a freight broker, freight broker agent, either or, uh, if you want to know the difference, the freight broker, uh, if you're talking about the company, the freight broker is the one that actually holds the license to operate a freight brokerage. An agent is one that is contracted to the broker working under that broker's license. So there's no need to step out, get your authority, license, bond, insurance, any of that stuff. UCRBOC3. One day we will talk more about that, about getting your authority during morning coffee. But... Uh, our, our training and consulting packages, uh, after you complete your essential training, you can work through us as an agent in our mentorship program. We call it the Tautoa Mentorship Program. That's where you can begin working as a freight broker, start gaining the experience, building that customer base. Now, once you complete the mentorship program and move on, either to start your own brokerage or maybe uh, to work as an agent for another brokerage out there, That's fine. You can do that. Your customers are your customers, but when you do exit the mentorship program, you still have a consulting period that is equal to the amount of time you had for your mentorship. That can be anywhere from 3 to 12 months, just depending on the package. Anyway, if you'd like to learn more about it, check out our website, Tautua.com. If you have questions about any of our packages, call me, 479-668-0838. All right, what is the topic this morning? This morning's topic is going to be about double brokering. According to Transport Topics, an article we found on their website or their magazine or whatever, it's on their website anyway, but they're a magazine too, I believe. But uh, they are reporting that double brokering is on the increase. So let's talk about that a little bit. Double brokering when a carrier accepts a load and then illegally rebrokers the load to another carrier. Yeah, sort of. It's on the rise, costing brokers and carriers millions of dollars and hurting legitimate businesses. Now, let's back up a few years. Back in the day, there was this thing called trip lease. And that appears to be what they're talking about, a trip lease. That's totally illegal now. Map 21 totally blew that out of the water back during the Obama uh, era. Made it illegal for any type of uh, trip lease. Well, a trip lease was, in a nutshell, one carrier would have a load, and they would contract a truck from another carrier onto their operation for that one load, so they were essentially brokering the load to that trucking company. 
Well, the way everybody looked at that was, and everybody knew it, that was, you know, really in the gray area, uh, pretty much brokering without a license. And they did away with that uh, in Map 21. So that's gone. And that sounds like what they're talking about here in Transport Topics. But I, it, it could be, but I think they got it wrong. I think what, well, let me go on. There's several red flags can alert companies to scams and brokers said they're scrutinizing scrutinizing everything from ELD records to IP addresses. Eh, maybe, but uh, eh, sounds a little far-fetched. But anyway, neither here nor there. There are two primary types of double brokering. In one, legitimate carriers accept loads but don't have capacity. In other words, they don't have a truck available. So they double broker it even though they don't have the authority. That's illegal. Now, I don't understand this, why they are even putting this in print, putting it out there. Uh, well, let me finish and I'll explain this to you. While it's still illegal, there are often no claims unless there is an accident or a load is damaged. So, yes, the the trucking company, if, okay, if they are actually double brokering, one, it's illegal if they don't have the authority. Usually what happens, the trucking company also has the authority to broker the load. And then it gets bro- double brokered to another carrier. However, uh it's they're really really stretching this out there real far a trucking company without authority cannot broker a load so if they're saying that a trucking company is brokering a load without authority the trucking company accepting the load from that trucking company is actually accepting a double brokered load from a carrier not a freight broker they have no recourse if the carrier don't pay them what are they going to do well I guess they could go through the uh Authorities, uh, FMCSA or whatever, and accuse this trucking company of brokering without a license. But a, a trucking company is not going to take a load from uh, someone that's not a broker. Well, let me back up. Most trucking companies, I'm sure there's a handful out there is going to operate, you know, those gray areas, do whatever they can, thinking they can get away with anything. But neither here nor there. It's illegal. Uh, with fraudulent double brokering, someone, and that someone would be a freight broker, contracts with what they think is a legitimate motor carrier. But that legitimate motor carrier, although they may be legitimate, and this is usually usually how that it actually happens, the trucking company they broker the load to, they are a legitimate carrier. The broker that had the load that brokered it to that trucking company, all the paperwork's made up to that trucking company, but what the broker doesn't know is that that trucking company also has a freight brokerage and instead of putting the load on their truck they'll repost the load rider and find another truck to haul it now what's wrong with that well first of all it's 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 fraudulent because the trucking company took the load as a trucking company not to rebroker it rebrokering the load is not illegal okay double brokering is not illegal uh the way a lot of people think it is but actually what makes it not illegal is co-brokering we get into that in another day Co-brokering is absolutely legal. That's when all parties involved knows what's going on. Uh, but we'll talk about another morning uh, during the morning coffee. But what the the trucking company will do that takes the load from the broker, they'll rebroker it to another carrier. Therefore, the double, load's been double brokered. The original broker took their 15, 20, 25% off the top. Then the second broker, they did the same thing. By the time it gets to the truck, it may be 30, 40%, even sometimes 50% off what the customer actually agreed to pay for that load. So the trucking company is getting is double dipped. You see what I mean? That that's a bad deal. 
you know, our, our, our clients that are, go through our training and consulting, we recommend highly do not double broker loads. We don't, we, we kind of frown upon co-brokering as well, you know, because it can turn into a nightmare. Another carrier accepts a load expecting the payment. This is that double broker situation. And sometimes that payment doesn't make it. If you've been brokering for any amount of time, you have been double brokered, and usually you don't find out about, out about it until there's a problem. Now, I've briefly skimmed the surface about double brokering. So how do you protect yourself? We're going to talk about that tomorrow morning on the Tautoa YouTube channel. You know, we're going to make a name for that because this morning we were talking more in detail about uh, the, C- C- uh, uh, the 72-hour road check. Tomorrow we're going to be talking about in-depth double brokering how to protect yourself that's going to be on the Tautoa youtube channel you can find that at youtube.com forward slash Tautoa. all right that's going to wrap it up for this morning coffee go have a great tuesday unless of course you've made other plans we'll see you later